Support for WRFA is brought to you in part by listeners like you who believe in the vital public service WRFA provides through its arts and education programming, as well as through our coverage of local news and public affairs. Plus, your generous support lets us provide a number of volunteer-based programs to be shared on our airwaves. Help keep community radio in Jamestown and Chautauqua County alive by making a contribution today. To make a tax-deductible donation or learn more about becoming a station underwriter, use the donate page on our website, wrfalp.com, or send a check to WRFA Radio, 116 East 3rd Street, Jamestown, New York. Or you can call 716-664-2465. You are tuned in to Arts on Fire right here on 107.9 WRFA. How you doing out there? I'm your host, Anthony Merchant. I am not joining you from the WRFA studios. I am actually joining you from uh, some old-growth forest in the Allegheny National Forest on the uh, outside of uh, Hearts Content Recreational Area, home to uh, 400-plus-year-old trees. I am uh, sitting here under a, a nice shade of trees with uh, Fredonia artist Thomas Anir. No uh, no stranger to Arts on Fire. I believe your uh, third appearance here, even of the year. Yeah. So uh, coming back to last we talked, it was for uh, Art Trail Hub Crawl, which was for uh, Memorial Day. Now we're talking about it again for Labor Day, if I'm not mixing those up as I yeah, tend to do. You got it right. And uh, many more things. I feel like uh, that one That one is for, uh, if you're listening, because this is for September 2nd and 3rd, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. for uh, Labor Day weekend. So if you're listening Friday, you got this tomorrow. If you're listening Sunday, going on today, and you got about another four hours to get up there. So we'll talk about that and more with artist Thomas Anir. Thomas, how you doing? Great, man. We just got finished with a beautiful three-mile hike through the woods. And uh, we were kind of mushroom hunting. Yes. It's the story of what's going on right now. But, oh, man, they got a creek and beautiful stands of old-growth forests that run along the creek. And just, oh, it's really, really nice in the woods here. So, But uh, we've got, as you said, we've got the hub crawl, hub crawl coming up. And uh, that's where we have 15 different locations. I think there's 28 artists that are at those locations. Nice. And uh, so some of them have like two or three artists, some have just one, uh, but if you come to any of the artist studios, you can pick up a map there. Um, I live up in Fredonia, and there's uh, two other hubs there. At my hub, I've got um, Tom Janik and Pat Stokes. They're both photographers who, uh, who really focus on the lake, and uh, so you can see a lot of Lake Erie up there. Um, but then if you go to Marsha Marin's studio, I think there are four artists there. Wow. Marsha's a potter, and she has got just oh, so much stuff. And uh, I think there is a painter. I know that Nancy Nixon will not be there because she unfortunately just had to have an emergency surgery, and she's doing well. We're Good. wishing her Good. a speedy recovery, but um, unfortunately she won't be able to do the trail. And then uh, there is one other studio that's closed. Um Cynthia Norton designed, and she lives up at Chautauqua. Unfortunately, she's getting ready to have surgery. <laughs> so it's that time of people's lives, I guess. Um, so just know that those two studios are closed. Um, <clears throat> but we've got artists at uh, Bemis Point. There's two there, and then there's one way out in Sherman, uh, up in Mayville. There's a couple, and uh, three down in Westfield. Uh, like I said, the two locations in Fredonia. There is uh, one in Kennedy, the Janet Mandel Studio, 
And then the Pearl City Clayhouse hosts Deb Eck. And, uh, boy, she's, you know, everybody in Jamestown knows her. She's amazing. Yeah, she's really, she does a lot of really cool stuff. But I, th- I think she's the director there, too. I think so, yeah. So, yeah, but you can come in and take classes, and there's a lot of opportunities with that. And um, and if you come to my studio, you find I, I teach uh, painting classes as well. So if you're interested in learning about oil painting, um, I'm a landscape painter primarily. And uh, actually, if you want to roll into, we've got a show coming up called Edible Art, and it's Ooh. at the uh, Chautauqua Art Gallery. Oh, nice, nice. So down in Jamestown, and um, it really focuses on local food. Um, it is sponsored, I do believe, by the Edible Western New York, and that's a magazine that focuses on local food. And uh, their photographer, Jill Bernard, put that together, and... Um, so half of the show is her work, and you can actually see original photos that they've used to make the covers for the magazine. And um, again, it focuses on local food and local farms, local growers, and a kind of a farm-to-table sort of thing. And uh, each magazine's got, like, different recipes in it, so it's pretty cool. And uh, my contribution for it is I am painting local farms. And so, uh, for example, I painted Yerko Farms, which is up on Route 20. And in the foreground, you see uh, tomato plants and then sunflowers. And then it rolls off the Route 20, sort of almost escarpment. It used to be lakefront property. And then uh, sort of as the lake receded, it moves back. And then it goes on to what seems like vineyards forever. (laughs) You know, and actually Route 90 uh, goes right through the center of the painting. And um, so it's kind of a fun one. And then uh, I painted, uh, let's see, Scudder's Blueberry Farm and... um, so you pick blueberry and Fredonia, and then we went up to Ertl's. You pick strawberries. They also do blueberries up there, up in Silver Creek. And then I went as far south as uh, Johnson Estates in Westfield, one of the uh, the oldest vineyard in Westfield, oldest continuous winery. Oh wow! So and boy, wow, what they do is fantastic. And um, Jennifer Johnson, she. Uh, painting her gardens and her view of the escarpment and the vineyards as it kind of goes up. But she has got um, several really cool planned gardens that are right out her back door. And uh, if you go up there, you can do uh, dinners in the garden. And um, they have a chef that will pair dinners with food and wine. And um, you can sort of really eat out in her backyard, essentially, take tours of it. And, uh, yeah, she grows a lot of stuff. She has this really cool formal herb garden, everything in their flowers. And uh, it's featured fairly prominently in the painting. And then her first three rows of what used to be vineyards are now... The first one is a, a, a tree, and I'm not sure what kind of tree it is. It's a, a fruit tree. But um, between each tree, there are little cherry tomato plants. And then the next row is blueberries. The third row is also blueberries, and then she has a row of asparagus. And then the vineyards kind of start beyond that. And uh, the logic of that, you know, kind of having the sort of the um, the garden that, that she's able to eat from most of the spring and summer. Then on the other side, uh, beyond the herb garden, she's got all of these fruit trees. So she's got a couple of different kinds of apples and then pears. And then I think there's these larger cherry trees They've already done their thing, and it's just uh, it's really cool to see what people can do in this this land that we've got that's such incredible farmland. I mean, we really live in the fruit belt, you know. Yeah. There's, there's just so much going on. Like peaches are coming in right now, and oh, my God. So, But, uh, 
it's going to be a fun show. And um, my paintings definitely stand out. There's really uh, nice. the color of them really kind of screams. So some of yours are very vivid. Oh, very yeah. vivid colors in some of your artwork. Yeah, definitely. It's been interesting to watch this summer too. The with the fires and what that has done to oh, our yeah. sunsets. Um, it has changed them radically at points. And so the two uh, two sunset paintings really have a lot of uh, the the influence of the fires and what it has done to our, our sunsets. Really I, w- I was going to actually ask you that because, I mean, yeah, you, you get a good landscape of, I feel like, I mean, in every season, but, like, for the summer, like, because you're out there painting and observing this, you kind of get to see what's going on. And I was wondering that with the, I mean, I think you and I have kind of <laughs> talked about it a little before, but... Yeah, the smoke and all that has to give you a different... It's probably not the normal summer kind of landscape you're used to painting. I would no. imagine that that alters things a little bit. The oranges really have come out like the... Really? And um, it gives it gives a lot to work with, but also the, the literally the soot that's in the air kind of also deadens it. Oh, jeez. Um, so, so I'll really look for nights where we're in transition. Either it's moving in and it hasn't fully set up, or it's getting blown out and uh, changing. In the case of the Johnson Estates, that that's one of those transitional moments, and um, that's just it's been it's been fantastic. It's really exciting. But uh, also, if you go down to Lake Erie, you go to Point Gratiot in Dunkirk, one of the best places around to see sunset. You'll you'll get a whole different vibe because of the what the lake does with the clouds and and um, oh just a fantastic. You're used to seeing the pollution there because uh, Detroit and Cleveland are are at the other side of the lake. With us. Oh yeah, that's a good but point. It makes for spectacular sunsets. We get really great color in that. So um, so it's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I, I often will say like as a landscape painter, I do most of my work on location. I'll touch things up in the studio. Um, but I'm kind of an amateur meteorologist, you know, and you really, you're looking at this and you just got to ask why, why is this guy doing that? What's, what's making, you know, we were talking about the other day where you were coming up from Jamestown and you hit Mayville and a whole lot of rain and you were really surprised that as soon as you came off the escarpment on 394 headed into Westfield. Yes. Right at the end of it, right at the end of it, right when it turns into 20. All of a sudden, I was like, where did it all go? Gone, yeah. And I almost turned around. I was like, we're not going to Barcelona. It's like raining. Like, we got to yeah. leave. And I was like, oh, it's totally fine. Totally sunny. It wasn't day. a sunny, sunny day, but it, was, it wasn't It was raining. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't bad or anything like that. Another, you know, with that, like, you know, talking about the sky and everything, but the sun probably looks different in those paintings, too, with the smoke. Yeah. Because sunsets have looked different, not every day, but when the smoke's real bad, the sun almost seems just smaller. It yeah. almost comes in as like this small like hole in the sky, right? Like this, just this beaming like red, you know. <clears throat> and seemingly you can stare right at it. Although I would, you, know, you never <laughs> want to recommend don't. that. Maybe don't it, do that. But uh, certainly with your camera, you can take pictures uh, of it going down. And um, you're right; it's it's interesting to see that effect. And again, it, it deadens the light a lot because there's it's cutting through a lot of atmosphere and a lot of partic- particulate matter up there. And um, it's been so surprising the number of days we've had where uh, my son my son used to play soccer and then he ref soccer, but where they canceled soccer because you know there's there's uh, air quality warnings and they're saying, look, if you're elderly, my dad can't go outside. He goes outside and he starts coughing immediately. Oh, geez, you know, and you don't even see it, but it, but it is there, and um, you got to be careful. This is one of those things that I, I when they talked about climate change. 
I really wonder, did they factor in how these fires potentially are going to speed up what's going on? Yeah. Um, and some people said, yeah, they factored that in, but I don't know. There's so many variables. How do you really factor it all in? And uh, it's been a wild, beautiful summer up here, but uh, boy, you go right down to 100 miles south of here, and uh, geez, last week it was 95, 100 <laughs> degrees. Like heat waves. Yeah, it was a heat bubble that built up out of there, but it was protecting us from hurricanes. So now that heat bubble's kind of moved. We've got a little cooler weather, but you're, we're staring down the first big hurricane of the season, and nobody knows what it's going to do. Right now it's sitting Yikes. over Cuba, and uh, it's about to go into the Gulf of Mexico, which, imagine that. The water's like 98 degrees down there. It's crazy. The <laughs> surface temperature. like Oh, jeez. Um, so a storm gets in there, and who knows? Is it going to explode and move really fast? Or is it going to slow down and just dump a, Yikes. you know, inches of rain an hour? Um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the next week. It's going to be in, I, let's let's hope not worst case scenario. Yeah, yeah, so. seriously. But then there's uh, if you look out in the Atlantic, I say again, I watch a lot of weather shows on YouTube. <laughs> you have to; it's part of the job. Part of the job, yeah. You got to know what's coming. It ain't our just way. painting. <laughs> yeah. It's not just painting. It's not just painting. It's um, and that's the thing, like uh. When you buy one of my paintings, when you see my paintings, you're seeing a collage of time. I'm usually there painting three to four hours, if I'm lucky, over two different days. It usually takes about ten hours to get a really good painting and uh, the layering of color and things. And um, if I can get two back-to-back days where the weather hasn't changed, it can be pretty, you know, pretty similar and that'll really work. But it, it becomes a collage of time. I used to be jealous of like movies and videos and things until I really realized I was like, no, I'm actually approximating this a variation of time. And uh, so when you're taking my classes, I'll talk a lot about we're setting things up in anticipation of that 10 minutes. And when that happens, you've got to be able to hit it. But you've got to have things set up where you've, you know, you're in the right place and you can put in all of the highlights and the effect of the setting sun. And um, then the other thing I tell people is you usually paint 10 to 20 minutes too long. (laughs) The sun has gone down, you know, you've got the afterglow and the shadows have gotten really long, but it's changed so much, but you're also no longer seeing the colors very accurately. And um, so knowing when to stop. Knowing when to be done. Yeah. Just appreciate it. But like today, we had several moments that were really cool and sort of things revealed themselves. That always happens when you're painting. Something will reveal itself and a little story will kind of happen. And that, that becomes part of the painting. Like um, there's once we were painting at Barlow Mills in Fredonia, which is an old, you know, it used to be a mill. And uh, now it's vineyards and her gardens are, are wow. And she's got, you know, kind of a nice little orchard that uh, she's got all the fruit she needs. Um, but this fawn walked right up to us within five feet, you know, and um, she totally wasn't scared of us. We were almost motionless behind our easels. We didn't even see her walk up. And uh, <laughs> the painting student looked up and she said, oh, hello. <laughs> nice surprise. Fawn, you know, and uh, as back to show you how long ago it was, um, I had a camera, actually a digital camera. I didn't have a phone. <laughs> right. And I, I was trying to reach the phone but not scare her i'm sorry the camera not scare her and finally i picked it up and when i picked it up that was too much for her and she bolted (laughs) 
But then the mother like popped out between the rows of vineyards and was just looking at us and we'd wave at her and be like, oh yeah, your, your, your baby went over here. <laughs> you know? And uh, she'd get a little closer and keep popping out. It was just fun. It's uh, We really live in a magical place. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is, I, I always think about it. I mean, going up like, you know, for me, cause I'm kind of in the middle of both of these. So like sometimes I'll go up your way, like the Lake Erie way. And we have the beauty of Lake Erie and everything on like 20 and five. And then come down to PA, which is, you know, roughly about the same drive for me. And I'd be in Allegheny National Forest, like, yeah. you know, on top of what we have around Jamestown, which Chautauqua Lake and everything, you know, I mean, there's, there's things to kind of like choose from for you. Like, and I, I, we talked about it a little before, but like, you know, again, I'm kind of in the middle. I know Allegheny National Forest is a little more of a drive for you. Not mm-hmm. bad, but a little more of a drive. Like, do you spend much time down here? Have you had a chance to, I know you've never been to Heart's Content. Like this is the first time, but like, right. have you gotten to do much work to, that as well coming down here, but also have you gotten to paint much down here, do much work from down here? Certainly not as much as I like, but, um, I've got a friend who's got a cabin just outside of Cook Forest. So nice. a little bit there. Um, and then, uh, I was a scout master. So we've, uh, down near Bradford, we have a, a camp called uh, Elk Lick, and so you're you're back in the hills there, and that was fun. I've done, geez, probably six paintings there over oh, the years. Oh, wow. Okay, so no stranger, yeah. really. Yeah. So it's, but no, coming to a place like Heart's Content, it's, uh, it's such a specialized landscape, and there's there's none of it left. You know, the sign says that here in Cook Forest, that's what that's you it. get. That's what you get. Like, there's yeah. not. They logged it all 100 years ago, you know. <laughs> These trees, like, they were ship's masts. That's how massive they are. It is. You know? And uh, they cut them all down. Like, with Cook Forest, it's so beautiful. They said, this is it. We've got to leave it so that we have an example for future generations. You know, we don't have national parks out out east. We're very few and far between. But we do have a lot of wonderful state parks. Like, New York has got an incredible state park system. Oh, absolutely. Um, Allegheny being one of the best, just right up the road. Right up the Allegheny road. Allegheny State Park is like... you. Another one of those things you take for granted. You go to other places. A lot of state parks are not built like that. You know, I get a state park like that. And you got it's a it's a little bit of commitment though, because you want to be there for sunrise and sunset. But for me, camping seems like a good way to go. Um, I'm an empty nester. My son went off to college last week. I got two boys that are at uh, Penn State Barron doing engineering, and uh, they're both going to head off to main campus. But my youngest went off to school last week, and uh, been a fun week <laughs> we've been <laughs> celebrating the uh the freedom of course my wife's a college professor so she went back to work on uh her first class was on tuesday as uh, she teaches up at uh, suny fredonia and um boy it's so nice to have the college kids back and it feels like covid's over it's the first time like last year you know it seemed like everybody was afraid is it really over it's that transitional kind of period still yeah. too now we've had a, you know, I don't want to hear about this new variant, you know, kind of, I kind of want to be an ostrich and stick my head in the sand, <laughs> but, you know, we don't want to go back to where we were. No. So, um, I remember we, uh, we had to cancel an art trail that Memorial Day, um, and then, um, we were finally able to do a Labor Day. I forget if we canceled the whole year and then went a year without it and came back for a Labor Day, but, um, people were so appreciative to be able to come out and do things and, uh. Geez, we've gone to two different concerts this week. Nice. Uh, music at the Pier, and we saw the Lumineers at uh, Daring Lake. That was fantastic. I know you go to a lot of shows. Oh, yeah. I've wanted to go to Music at the Pier. I haven't made my way up there, but that's cool they do those. Oh, yeah, yeah. Next Thursday night, actually, uh, Sean Patrick McGraw's coming, and his his show got uh, rained out slash winded out, <laughs> and uh, it's going to be Memorial Park right next to the Pier. Uh, but he's a uh, local boy done good. He's gone oh, off yeah. and made a, made a big name for himself. Playing on a local Nashville. rush hour. 
Yeah, did he? Okay. Yeah, we, no, or we spin him on, I should say. I play his music on there. Nice. He's great. <laughs> so you should come up for that show. Yeah, I'll come up for that. that definitely. And that's Thursday night. I think he goes on at like 645. Well, that's not bad. You, know? you can like get up there and still kind of get back at a decent... Yeah. If it's a work night, you know what I mean? You get back at a decent time. I think it finishes up at 830. Oh, that's and not there'll bad be a good crowd, but still, you get to watch the sunset. Oh man, that's just so beautiful. That's what I mean. I've seen pictures, and I'm like, to see a concert on the pier there, like that's a great way to end on a summer night like that. Yeah, like that's. Great. I love that they do those. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, they really uh, they put a lot of money and energy in it. I think uh, Sammy and Sons is sponsoring that one, and they're uh, they're just fantastic, boy. They're uh, they're shipping and trucking. And they own uh, just about every cabbage field in the area. Oh, really? That's their, their, one of their big things, which really helped them expand. And um, they would ship cabbage just all over the country. But uh, I, I guess primarily probably like Milwaukee. I think that's where they make sauerkraut. And just uh, really? it's really wild. To, you know. <laughs> the things you never think about. Yeah. Right in your backyard. Right but now backyard. It's, uh, they specialize in produce. So, But they're the one of the big sponsors for that show. And it's pretty. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Nice. So we'll see. And then uh, we had one more opportunity, though. Um, yeah, what else is going on? The Rogatory Peterson. So it's really three weekends in a row. You've got the uh, Art Trail. Busy man. Labor Day. Yeah, you know. Then we got the Edible Art Show. That uh, has the opening Friday, September the 8th. And then the following weekend, the Rogatory Peterson, they've been trying to get this new event off the ground. Last year was the first year, so it's second year. It's a plein air painting festival. Ooh. And so the artists come in and... Uh, Starting Wednesday, you get all of your canvases and boards signed and uh, stamped so that they know that you did it this weekend. And then you paint Thursday and Friday. And then um, you got to turn in your works Friday at uh, 4 o'clock. And then Saturday morning, they get judged. And there's a reception Saturday night. And what would that be? That would be uh, the 16th, I think it is. And uh, it's, it's a, a wet show and sell sale. And uh, so I know a lot of the local artists, we've been scouting out our painting locations. Like you and I have done several hikes yeah. and uh, seen some cool things. But uh, primarily, you know, maybe they're a little cooler in the spring when the wildflowers are going. So, uh, But I've got a pretty sweet spot. I'm going to keep it hidden. You know where it's at. Uh, I know right where <laughs> I'm going to paint. And I just need a good sunset. And so I've got uh, Thursday and, geez, I might have to hit... Friday's sunrise if Thursday night doesn't work, you know. <laughs> you have to. Yeah, you gotta have to, right? Because you gotta, you gotta do it. But um, it's fun, you know. You you really live in the moment. Most people drive by a lot of these places at sixty miles an hour, and they might see me standing there, you know. And, <laughs> and I'll wave, <laughs> kind of thing. But you know, it's Thomas. <laughs> yep, yep. You know, it's Tom over there. Are you? Uh, you know, I mean, as people are listening to this, it is September now, which is insane to think. But like. <sighs> Summer's flown by. Have you, I mean, now we're going, you know, fall, fall is right around the corner, whether people like it or not. You know, have you, do you kind of have regular fall places that you go to do art? Do you kind of know where you're going the next couple months or have you not planned that far ahead? Well, I've got a, another show. It's a small show at our local Fredonia library. That's going to open in November. And I've got a series of paintings of uh, views from the escarpment. And uh, it's kind of views of the Fredonia area, but from up on the hill. And so it triangulates your way around the region. It's kind of cool because paintings like that actually act as a map. Nice. And, you know, you'll, you'll have like a central point that you're sort of focused on and you'll see it from all these different angles and different height elevations. And in uh, 
some respects, it's like you've got to find the people who've got the great views because somebody usually has built a house. Yeah, there, someone someone's know. gotten that view now. So, and it's nice, it, you know, when you get invited to come paint the view off of their porch. Oh yes, you know, That'd be and awesome. Usually, especially when you're up on the hill, they built the house in the perfect sunset. <laughs> so there's uh, one location I'm going to paint where the parents owned the land and their kids uh, came back and built a house there, and the parents have a killer view all summer but throughout the winter when the sun goes lower on the horizon they start the sun disappears behind the tree line but their kids still have the sun sunset all year long oh nice you know and um so i'm going to try and paint both of their views and then uh you know there's just uh again you find people who've got great views and just say all right hey do you mind can i stand here for a couple of hours you know? can i do some art here yeah and usually they um often it's farmers and they'll they'll take you to their favorite spots, and uh, one farmer um, he would text me pictures of just beautiful sunsets, and he said, you know, I never I never really saw the sunsets like you you'd see them, but I never really looked at them, and now I see them differently after having hung out with you and talked to you, and it's <laughs> it's such a nice treat when uh, Keith sends me a a text of a beautiful sunset from up at his thing, and uh, I got a couple friends who. Um, they always post killer sunsets. And then it goes along with Pat Stokes's photographs. He'll be down at Point Gratchet doing his thing. And you can follow all of us on Instagram um, and, and Facebook. But, um, you know, and you get to see the sunset from, like, often three or four different vantage points at various points on the hill. And uh, it's just really cool. Because some evenings, the color calls, you know. And fall, it really, like, I have to paint. It's like eating and drinking, you know, drinking water or whatever, like the color calls and you, you have to go out. <laughs> like, I love that. So it's, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun, but a lot of it's exploring. And, uh, and the cool thing is when you buy art, you're really funding future expeditions, you know, and future adventures and stuff. And you, you enter into this dialogue and the nice thing about the art trail is you can meet the artists um, and again, if you come to the shows and the receptions, you get to see the work and meet the artists, and then you're encouraged to go out and visit those places. So uh, go see the place that's on your uh, painting. Yeah, go check it out. And be like, oh, dude, I got to go there at sunset because <laughs> I know it's pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> you know? and, um, although, uh, hopefully not too buggy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's true. It's a little buggier here today than I thought it was going to be. But, uh, I mean, I feel like we've given them a lot. Do you want to you do a quick rundown again of, I mean, we have the art trail this weekend, obviously. If you're listening oh. on Friday, you got that tomorrow and Sunday. If you're listening Sunday, this airs at 1 o'clock, so you still got some time. You got till 5 o'clock. It's 10 to 5 both days. But a lot of the studios, um, a lot of people will come back that following week. We're all open by appointment. So if you can't make it, like, to, you know, if you can't make it this weekend, yeah. there are still chances to go to these, you know, studios. Absolutely. And our brochures and maps and stuff, there's phone numbers and contact information. And if you see something that you're interested in, like, sometimes we'll have people, they'll, Saturday they'll do uh, the the Fredonia area. Sunday they'll do Mayville and uh, Westfield. And they say, oh, you know, I want that piece. Well, call us. We ship, you know. In today's world, she's PayPal and um, Square and all of these things. You can do everything online and just ship it out if you oh, see yeah. something you like. And um, but it supports small businesses, you know. And then um, 
So we've got that this this weekend. That's this weekend. And then the following weekend, we've got the Edible Art Show at the Chautauqua Art Gallery in Jamestown. The reception, the opening reception is Friday night. Um, I'm teaching a painting class the next morning at the Art Gallery, so you could come see it then and uh, take the painting class. We're going to go to the local farmer's market. We're going to pick out some fruits and vegetables. We're going to come back to the studio and uh, and do still lives there. Oh, nice. It's going to be fun. And... Um, Really inspired by an artist, uh, San Francisco artist, Wayne Tebowd. And uh, really interesting guy. So if you want to find out more about that, come to the reception or uh, sign up for the class and you'll, you'll learn all about it. And then the weekend after that is um, the Roger Tory Peterson uh, Plein Air Festival weekend. And I think that is like the 15th through the 17th, I think, or 15th through the 16th. And then they usually keep the best pieces there for a small show. Um and that show, I think, is up until like November or December. So it's uh, it's a good reason to go that. What a gym the Roger oh, Peterson is. It's uh, we're lucky to have that right in the backyard. So. You're not joking. Uh, you want to tell people again where do we go find you online now? I know you're a couple different places. You want to tell everyone where to go find you? Yeah, the best place is uh, just thomasanear.com, and that's just Thomas, and then it's a n n e a r dot com. But if you if you type in uh, Tom Fredonia Painter, I should come right up, <laughs> you know. And I've got a – it's a Google site and um, try to do it as low cost as possible to present the information. I'm also on Facebook and uh, Instagram and it's just Thomas and Near Art. should come right up. And uh, I always try to post to Instagram almost every day. I'm on painting 752 Jeez. So, and I've got photographs of most of them, you know, so I really try. That's almost, you know, if you do one a day, that's two years. Oh, yeah. A little bit more than two years. That adds up. Without repeating things, you know, and um, so it's fun. It's fun to share with people the rest of the story, you know, and uh, and then get people out there, so. Nice. I mean, always, always good talking to you, your third appearance, but... We'll do a fourth one before the end of the year. You never know. Yeah, right. You, you never know will, uh, you know, come up. But again, if you're listening this weekend, it is the Art Trail Hub Crawl for your Labor Day. I can't believe it's Labor Day weekend. September 2nd and 3rd, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And again, that's just this weekend. A lot going on in the world of Thomas and Near. So keep up with that. Some great local art. I'll be back with more for you in just a second right here on Arts on Fire.